Welcome to My Bible Thoughts, a show that explores deep into the Word of God to uncover the truth and bring clarity to the listener's understanding of the faith through deep diving into a specific passage and discussing its relevance to our daily lives. I'm your host, Pastor Rich. Today, we're going to be talking about the struggle against doctrinal error, especially in relations to Acts 15 verses 1 through 21. This is a topic that I know many of you may be familiar with, but I want to challenge you to approach it from a different perspective. You see, too often we're confronted with false teachings and corruption within the church, and it's easy to feel overwhelmed and powerless. But I want to remind you that you have the power to make a difference. You have the power to raise your voice and fight for true salvation through faith alone. In this episode, we're going to be examining the story of Acts 15 and breaking down the lessons it holds for us today. We'll be looking at the role of leaders, the importance of standing up for what's right, and the power of community in our fight against false doctrine. So if you're ready to see things differently, to challenge the status quo, and to make a difference in the world, let's dive into the struggle against doctrinal error. Here is the scripture reading for today. While Paul and Barnabas were at Antioch of Syria, some men from Judea arrived and began to teach the believers. Unless you are circumcised as required by the law of Moses, you cannot be saved. Paul and Barnabas disagreed with them, arguing vehemently. Finally, the church decided to send Paul and Barnabas to Jerusalem, accompanied by some of the local believers, to talk to the apostles and elders about this question. The church sent the delegates to Jerusalem, and they stopped along the way in Phoenicia and Samaria to visit the believers. They told them, much to everyone's joy, that the Gentiles too were being converted. When they arrived in Jerusalem, Barnabas and Paul were welcomed by the whole church, including the apostles and elders. They reported everything God had done through them. But then some of the believers who belonged to the sect of the Pharisees stood up and insisted, the Gentile converts must be circumcised and required to follow the law of Moses. So the apostles and elders met together to resolve this issue. At the meeting, after a long discussion, Peter stood and addressed them as follows. Brothers, you all know that God chose me from among you some time ago to preach to the Gentiles so that they could hear the good news and believe. God knows people's hearts, and he confirmed that he accepts the Gentiles by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. He made no distinction between us and them. For he cleansed their hearts through faith. So why are you now challenging God by burdening the Gentile believers with a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors were able to bear? We believed that we were all saved the same way by the undeserved grace of Lord Jesus. Everyone listened quietly as Barnabas and Paul told about the miraculous signs and wonders God had done through them among the Gentiles. When they had finished, James stood and said, Brothers, listen to me. Peter has told you about the time God first visited the Gentiles to take them from a people for himself. And this conversion of the Gentiles is exactly what the prophets predicted. As it is written, Afterward I will return and restore the fallen house of David. I will rebuild its ruins and restore it, so that the rest of humanity might seek the Lord, including the Gentiles. All those I have called to be mine. The Lord has spoken. He who made these things known so long ago. 
And so my judgment is that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are turning to God. Instead, we should write and tell them to abstain from eating food offered to idols, from sexual immorality, from eating the meat of strangled animals, and from consuming blood. For these laws of Moses have been preached in Jewish synagogues in every city on every Sabbath for many generations. Have you ever thought about how difficult it can be to spread the gospel? I mean, sometimes it's met with resistance in the form of riots or even stonings. But sometimes the difficulties come from within our own church. Paul and Peter were preaching the gospel to Gentiles and forming churches without incorporating any Jewish traditions. But then certain men from Judea came to Antioch where Paul has returned, and they bring up the question of whether or not circumcision is necessary for salvation. They believe that faith in Christ is just not enough and that the Gentiles have to become Jews first in order to be saved. And looking at this story throughout the book of Acts, I think it's crazy to think about all the work that Paul and Barnabas have done in setting up these churches. You know, they pastored and ordained elders uh, for Gentiles. So as Paul and Barnabas set up these churches, have they done all this for nothing? And even Peter, who had a conversion experience with a Gentile, which remember was Cornelius, he still had a bit of prejudice towards them. So Paul and Barnabas argue with these men, and it leads to a dispute. But I think this is an example that sometimes it's necessary to argue within the church to keep the gospel message clear and true. There was some doctrine error going on, and it must be fought on all the fronts, even within the church. So they gather at Jerusalem to consult with the apostles and elders, and there's a conference formed with the whole church of Jerusalem attending. And they sit down, they discuss circumcision, and they seek the mind of God. And in the end, it's Peter who stands up and speaks clearly about the grace of Christ and the cross and reminds the church that they couldn't bear the yoke of the Old Testament law themselves and that it's only the kindness of God that saves us. So it's amazing to think that the church that you and I go to today when we meet on Sundays is enjoying the fruits of these meetings that we just read about. It's a reminder that the gospel message is always worth fighting for, no matter the difficulties that may come our way. Now it's prayer time. Heavenly Father, we come to you today with hearts full of gratitude for the message of grace and salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for the work of Paul, Peter, and Barnabas, who preached the gospel to the Gentiles and formed churches despite the resistance both outside and within the church. Father, we ask that you would continue to guide us in spreading your truth and fighting against doctrinal error. We pray that we would always remember the kindness of God and the power of the cross that saves us, and that we would be bold in sharing this message with those around us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Here's the episode's call to action for the listener. As we dive into the story of Acts 15, we can't help but be struck by the powerful lessons it holds for us today. This passage is all about the struggle against doctrine error, and it's a reminder that we all have a crucial role to play in standing up against false teachings. Just like Paul and Barnabas, we too can raise our voice and fight for true salvation through faith alone. It's not always going to be easy, but it is absolutely necessary. And here's the good news. We're not alone in this fight. The passage highlights the importance of community, and we can rely on the support and guidance of our community of believers in our own struggles against error. 
But maybe most importantly, this passage reminds us of the importance of staying true to the teachings of the Bible and not being swayed by any external pressures or cultural influences. We must remember that true salvation comes through faith alone and that any teaching or doctrine that deviates from this is false. So this week, let's strive to apply these lessons in our own lives as we continue to grow in our understanding and relationship with God. It's not always going to be easy. In fact, the Bible tells us it's not ever going to be easy, but it is always going to be worth it. And I think that's the key takeaway here, folks. The fight against error is worth it, and it's a fight that we can and must win. If you haven't listened to the rest of the series, I encourage you to start at episode one and work your way through. And if you would like to connect with a community of like-minded Christians, be sure to check out the show notes for links to both our Facebook and Twitter communities. Thank you for being a part of My Bible Thoughts, and I hope you have a great day.